For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again time for the Legion of Michael. Yes, indeed, we're one plus years. We're, we're a year plus into this show. We have this is episode fifty one, and I'm happy to still be here talking into this black carbon steel microphone, recording these episodes for you guys. Hopefully, they, you will get something out of them. Oh, man, thank you very much. Welcome and thank you. Thank you and welcome to everyone who has supported the show, whether you're supporting the show by passing it on to a friend or recommending it to someone else or leaving a review. Uh, that would be That's always fantastic. And remember to go to legionofmichael.com. Yes, indeed. If you go to legionofmichael.com, there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, the most important thing is you can enroll uh, for the church security program. And if the church security program at the Legion of Michael online distance learning program is not open for enrollment, that's okay. Because what you can do is you can go ahead and sign up for the VIP waiting list. Then the moment, the absolute moment that enrollment is open, you will get an email and we will say, Hey, enrollment is open. You want to get in now? Do you? Yeah. Do you? Do you? Huh? Yeah. You probably do. Right. And in the meantime, which you can also do, and I'm, I am remiss, uh, the, the boys reminded me, they're like, you, you don't talk about this enough, Dad, you don't remind people that there's more than just the podcast, that they can go to legionmichael.com, and they can take the uh, church security quiz, what is your church's preparedness level? Maybe that quiz will give you something to think about, and you're like, oh, thank you, thank you guys for reminding me, yes, indeed, thank you for reminding me, so... There you go, legionofmichael.com. It's there, and, and it's a resource for you. Now, you saw the, obviously, since you are listening, the uh, title of today's show, The Condition of Your Flock. The Condition of Your Flock. I was actually reading, uh, I was reading Proverbs, and, uh, well, I was reading it on the 27th, and I was reading Proverbs 27, because that's how that works with me. Uh, if generally I try to do a once a day Bible study and I, I kind of shotgun hit and miss on certain things. Sometimes I focus hard on the, on the new Testament. Sometimes I focus hard on the old Testament, 
Uh, but if if I don't if I don't do anything else, if I don't have anything planned, I always figure out what the date is. You know, what day is today? You know, it's 28, 29, 30, whatever. And I flip to that proverb. And at very least, I do that. Now, what I've been doing lately is I've been working my way through the Psalms. There's 150 Psalms. So you can't do those once a day. But uh, you can do them for three months and then start over, I guess. (laughs) One a day for three months and start over. But uh, I was reading Psalm, or I'm sorry, excuse me, Proverb 27. And Proverbs 27, verse 23 to 27, goes something like this. This is from the New American Standard Version. Know well the condition of your flocks, and pay attention to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure for all, to all generations. When the grass disappears, the new growth is seen, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in. The lambs will be for your clothing, and the goats will bring the price of a field. And there will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household and sustenance for your attendance. Know well the condition of your flock. That is the advice of King Solomon. What is he talking about there? Is he talking about animals? As he said, like, okay, you guys out there, I want you to go out and check on your animals. You think he's talking about just animals? Because, every, you know, you guys are the audience. You're like, um other than a dog who eats too much food, I don't have a flock. Or maybe you live in the city and you don't have any animals. You're like, I don't have animals, so there's no flock for me to check on. Maybe, perhaps, you know, and Christ used the term flock quite often in the New Testament to talk about the church body, to talk about your people. And I believe that uh, one of the hints that King Solomon was giving us here in Proverbs is he's reminding us to check on each other. Now, often, excuse me while I sip some tea. Mm. Often, we think of a minister, the pastor, the reverend, whomever the guy is at the front of the church. We think of that guy as the leader, and he has the flock, right? So you say, well, Paul, I'm not the minister, I'm not the reverend, I'm not the pastor, uh, you know, I'm not the priest, I don't have a flock, I'm just... I'm part of the flock. I'm just a dude or a chick, just a dude or a chick hanging out. Well, you might think that, but based on the fact that you're listening to the show, that you've decided to involve yourself in the Legion of Michael program, there are other people around you, friends, neighbors, relatives, coworkers, church members that are part of your flock, and you need to check on those people. You need to know well the condition of your flock. And when I say know well the condition of your flock, I don't just mean, well, you know, once or twice or three times or maybe four times if we're all lucky, we see each other for an hour or two on Sunday morning. And there we go. No, it's more than that. Right now in our world, Christians, people of faith, God's children are under nearly constant assault. The world is the world has set itself. In case you haven't paid attention, the world has set itself against us. The world has said, if you follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, if you believe what's in that book called the Holy Bible, you're a prude, you're ignorant, you're a bigot, you're a moron, you're unenlightened. 
you need to do what the world does. The world says that homosexuality is okay. Oh, did the world say that? Yeah, men have decided that that's okay. Yeah, but God said it's not. Well, it doesn't matter because men are smarter than God. That is what the world tells you every day. The world says that a a man can be born a man, but can grow up under the evil influence of Satan and the world and just decide he's not a man anymore, he's a woman. You say, but Paul, that's not how it works. Uh, He created them man and woman, and he knew you in the womb before you were born. Yeah, yeah, that's what your God says, but, but we don't listen to God anymore. We listen to the whims and the will of man. And it can be difficult. It can be extremely difficult to be a person of faith living around those in the world. That's why we need to check on each other. That's why we need to let everybody know in our church, in our flock, in our communion or community, that we're there for them. Recently, I was having a discussion. It was a text message discussion, and you know who you are, um, with someone who said, hey, um, you know, I took your advice, and I've been taking your advice, and you know, we've been preparing our family, and we've got, we've got long-term storage food, and we have fuel, and we have this, and we, you know, we have all these things. Is that good? And I said, yeah, you know, it looks like to me like you're very well stocked. And, I, and I'm glad that, thank you very much, you know who you are, for sending me that uh, message, because it gave me an opportunity to thank a lot of us in our audience. A lot of you guys, you've been paying attention, you know, for years. You say, well, I, I've got that. We have we have a garden, you know. Maybe maybe you guys have gone nuts. I know a lot of you have. You got we got chickens, we got goats, we got some of you have larger farms. Some of you guys out there actually have uh, real legit livestock that's not just for your own consumption, but it's also for sale. And you say, well, when it comes to that, we're good. I feel like we're pretty good. I mean, we've got the freeze-dried food. We've got the canned food. We've got the seeds. We've got the garden. We've got the chickens for eggs. And I said, all right, that's fantastic. You've got all the stuff. Do you have the people? Do you have the flock? Is your flock prepared? And as we mentioned last week, I talked about Noah and how Noah and his three sons did tremendous things. They were able to do tremendous things, just the four of them. That's a fire team. Think about that. Noah and his three sons and their wives repopulated the whole earth, just four of them. Now, I'm hoping, (laughs) I hope that at the end of the day, it's not just going to be you uh, and your four friends or neighbors that are going to have to repopulate the whole earth, but You can do good things with just a few reliable people. But you need to check in on those people. You need to stick with them. They need to stick with you. Now, some of you out there, and and this is another frustration that I also understand that people are going through. You said to me, you say, yeah, I I get that, Paul. I I read your books, and and I took your advice, and we've got all the stuff, myself and my family, and maybe I have little kids, maybe I have older kids. You say, and I've tried to get my neighbors involved. I live in a suburban community. Or maybe you live in a city or whatever. You say, I've tried to get my neighbors involved, but they really don't want to get that involved because they're like, oh, you know, I don't think it'll ever get that bad. I don't think it'll ever get so bad that we need to actually fend for ourselves because the government will always take care of us. Mm. And you're frustrated. You're like, Paul, I've been trying to create a team 
And the people around me don't want to be part of the team. They're, they're satisfied. They're happy in their, their situation, in their comfort level. They're currently comfortable. And now that they're currently in, because they're currently comfortable, they don't want to be involved. And I say I understand that. If that is your situation, pray to your heavenly father and ask him to send you the people that you need. Psalm 91, 11 says, for he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. You say, oh, I, re- I recognize that. That's the one where when Satan was tempting Christ and he said, throw yourself off of the, off of the, uh, was on the temple. He was on the, at the peak of the temple and Satan said, throw yourself off if you're really the son of God. Because it says, because King David said, he didn't go in, he didn't elaborate and said that, but that's what King David said. He said, he will give his angels charge over you lest you strike your foot against the ground. And Christ said, get away from me, Satan. Back off, Jack. But in, in addition to remembering that that was the verse <laughs> that Satan quoted back to, to Christ, we need to remember that that actually it was King David reminding us. He reminded us that if you pray, if you have faith, if you pray to your Heavenly Father, he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. So I know you're out there and you might be a little bit frustrated. You might think, and, you know, maybe you're, and a lot of you I know are in a good position. I've talked to several of you. And I know you're in a good position. You actually have people upon whom you can rely in your flock, and that's fantastic. Check in with those people constantly, not just for an hour on Sunday morning or, you know, every other week or whatever. Check in with those people. This is the time to let people know. It doesn't take very long for people to feel like they're alone, like they're on an island, like they're fighting the battle all by themselves. You don't want your friends, you don't want your neighbors, you don't want the people in your flock to ever feel like they have to fight the battle all by themselves. Maybe you're in that condition. <laughs> Maybe you're in that position right now and you're like, you're talking to me, I've, that's how I feel. I feel like I've, I've done everything, I've listened, I've taken the advice, I'm, I'm preparing my family, but I feel like I'm fighting the battle all by myself. And I need those people. It'd be nice if somebody would check in on me and say, how are you doing, brother? Pray to your Heavenly Father and ask him to send you the people that you need. He has promised us that he will. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not too long today, not too long of an episode, but I felt like, well, I, I I did it again. I woke up and I had no idea what I was going to talk about. I said, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out into the garage gym and I'm going to pick up the heavy stuff and put it down, pick it up again, put it down, rinse, lather, repeat. Then when I'm done, I'll go take a shower, clear my head. And by that time, God and well, the Holy Spirit will have given me the topic. And he did. (laughs) The Holy Spirit said, this is what I want you to talk about. You just read in Proverbs 27 this morning, know well the condition of your flocks and pay attention to your herds for riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. 
When the grass disappears, the growth is seen, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in. The lambs will be for your clothing, and the goats will bring the price of a field. And there will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and sustenance for your attendants. little reminder from old King Solomon there. And from King David, his father, for he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Ladies and gentlemen, take that with you. Take that solace with you as you go throughout your week. And before we wrap up, we're going to do like we always do. We're going to do the warrior's prayer. Pray with me. You can keep your eyes open if you're driving or on the treadmill. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.